Hello, and welcome to the Elevate with Elena podcast. I'm your host, Elena, a certified self-love and codependency coach, aka your healing hype girl. And my mission is to help women learn to love and accept themselves fully, unconditionally, and wholeheartedly. First of all, I'm so proud of you for being here and showing up for yourself because that is truly the first step in realizing that you are meant for more and you deserve the absolute most fulfilling and abundant life possible. Second of all, I'm here to provide a space of non-judgment, vulnerability, connection, and trust by serving as a friend, guide, and mentor to help you get where you want to be in all areas of life, which all truly begins with the relationship you have with yourself. In this podcast, we will dive deep into topics like self-love, obviously, codependency, trusting yourself, confidence, relationships, boundaries, self-care practices, and so much more. I'll tell you right now, this isn't going to be some cheesy self-care podcast. We are going to get real, get raw, get honest, but also lean into the lightness and love that is in each and every one of us as we explore and elevate ourselves together. Think of this as a fun, juicy mix of self-awareness, growth, spirituality, and curiosity. So get ready for the ride of your life because your self-love journey is just that. A continuous, wild, emotional, exhilarating ride of your life. And I'm absolutely thrilled to be a part of it. Welcome back to Elevate with Elena. I have such a special human here today. I'm so, so excited to get to know her better and to share her story and what lights her up. Her name is Beatriz Boaz, and she is a breathwork facilitator. She actually is really good friends with one of my beautiful friends that was actually on the podcast, Amanda Odgers. And that's how we got introduced. We're also actually a part of this retreat that's coming up in Zion, the Made for More retreat. So we got connected that way. And I am so, so excited to introduce her and what she is all about in her story. So B, please introduce yourself to the listeners. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited to shed a little bit more about the things that I love and I'm so passionate about it. Uh, but just to introduce myself a little bit, I am born and raised in Brazil. I was there my whole life and end up here in the U.S. because of my now husband, uh, who is American, and we are just traveling all over the U.S. trying to decide where we want to create our beautiful life together, and we end up here in Austin, Texas. That's where I am right now, located, but traveling all over the world, bringing to the breathwork all over, and it's something that I'm very passionate in and I really, really love. I actually, my background is in marketing, so I worked many, many years in the corporate, uh, in the marketing industry for almost 10 years. And in this journey, I was very happy and very successful in the the career that I was building. But I always had that little voice, that little feeling inside of my heart that was telling me that I was not really living in my purpose, not really living in my full potential. And in the pursuit of that and really like starting to go deeper within myself, I found a lot of different modalities, healing modalities that helped me to reconnect with myself. And that's what led me to here to create the breathwork the way that it is and bringing all this beautiful techniques together to, to facilitate and create experience for others. Wow. I love that story. I also have a marketing background, so I can totally relate to that, but it's like, yeah, you have that calling, like that itch within you. That's like, this isn't it exactly. Like this isn't my true purpose, my true, my soul's purpose. So I'm so happy that you're able to share your gifts with the world and do something that lights you up and that you're passionate about because 
that really radiates out to other people and then gives them permission to also do the same. So thank you for doing that and for being that light. I am starting this new segment. I kind of gave you a heads up, but this is something that's new. I'm super excited about it. I was literally thinking about it as I was driving in my car. I feel like that's when the best ideas come to mind is like when I'm like driving or in the shower or like on a walk. And the intuition hit that it's like literally in the middle of nothing, either you're like showering or like you're doing something and you have the the voice that like stalked you and you were like, oh my God, yes, I need to act on this. Totally. It's like when you're not forcing anything, that's always when things come to mind. And that's exactly what it was. And I was like, oh, I think this would be so great. And I think it would just really start the conversation out on such a high note. And it also would start everyone's days that's listening on a high note as well. So what it is, is I would love to discuss like one to three acts of love, joy, inspiration, or authenticity that you've witnessed in your own personal life in the last like day or week. Um, something that you can remember that was recent. So I can go first. So you kind of have an idea of what I'm thinking. So Three things honestly happened within the span of like an hour this morning. And I, it started my day out so well. I went and took a class from one of my coaches. I'm a, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a general manager at a fitness studio here in Minnesota. And I went to take one of my coaches classes. It was her birthday. And she is like the most authentic person I've ever met. Like she's just so true to herself and like very bubbly and outgoing and just like good positive energy. And it was her birthday. So she was like super amped up (laughs) and it was just like the best class. Like she just like makes you smile, makes you laugh, like right out the gate. And she was making us do like the silliest things in the warm up, And it was so fun and just like carefree. And I, she inspires me to live my life more authentically too, because she's just so in herself and like what she's about and doesn't care about what other people think but she's also like this positive like outgoing person that has like the best intentions so i aspire to be like her that's one of my things and then another one i saw it's like so simple but like inspired me to want to do more acts of kindness and service so literally someone was just walking by and just a pedestrian walking by and picking up garbage off the side of the street just on his normal day. And I was like, wow, like he doesn't need to do that, but he's doing that because he cares about the environment. He cares about the the place he lives in. And that just makes me want to do more things like that. And it inspired me. And then the third one that I saw was one second later down the street, someone was like in the middle of their morning run and they were like dancing on the side of the road, just like totally in the zone, did not care what anyone thought. And again, it was like a moment of joy, a moment mm-hmm. of like authenticity and love. Honestly, it was just so great. Makes me want to dance and just not care about what other people think. So those are mine. What about you? I love that. And I and it's interesting how they are all very related to each other, very much related to like expressing yourself in your most mm-hmm. authentic and not caring what others would think. So yes. maybe the universe has a message there for you. Totally. Oh. All so um, right. I need to continue getting into that. And then I spoke about yeah. that on my Instagram this morning. So clearly it's all connected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So I, I think I had two that came directly to my mind as you asked me. Uh, the first thing was I was posting on my Instagram actually about that yesterday. I have received in the past week, two weeks, a lot of messages from very close friends and people that 
experienced state of breathwork sessions and they messaged me. And one was uh, one of my friends that I haven't seen in so long because I'm like traveling all over and I haven't been at home and haven't been able to see him. And he messaged me, was like um, 7 a.m., something like that. I was going to my training, my trainer, and he messaged me saying, like, I just did one of your sessions. Uh, when are you going to be back? And I had that moment of like, wow, like I have so many friends, like very close friends who are messaging me saying that they did the session and it was so helpful and it was so good. And yes, I love when I receive messages from random people that I have never connect directly messaging me that they did a session. It was so transformative and breakthroughs and all of that. But for me, it's like the, the way that it hit when it's someone that really, mm. you know, and it's trusting you and it's knows knows you for your flaws and the other sides of you not only the business side of you um it's very special so you remind me how important it is to support my friends and uh and always be there for them in their classes and their business and Mm -hmm. whatever ways uh i can support so this was one of the things the second thing wait what was the second thing (laughs) i did the same thing (laughs) yeah I don't remember what was the second thing. I think this was the most important one. That's the the first one that came into my mind. So I'm going to stick to just one. Yeah. I mean, it just hits different when it's your friends that know like every single side of you and know all the parts of you, like your complete wholeness and want to still have you serve them or trust you to serve them. I think that's like so powerful and it's a different kind of love. Yeah. Okay. So this is also a self-love podcast. So this is something I usually touch on with almost every single guest. So I'm curious what self-love means to you personally and how has your relationship with yourself evolved over time? Oh, that's a great question. Self-love for me, it's like a big thing. So it's not something that you really describe and and translate in a few words. Uh, but for me, it's loving yourself for all the parts of you, right? We we have the the parts that are so easy for us to to love, uh, which is usually like the good parts, mm-hmm. quote unquote good. But we also have the the dark side, which is not a bad thing. It's just a part of us. And I think self love is when we learn how to love all the parts and we embody all the parts of who we are. And it, and it's not easy. We have process where we have to face the dark. We have to really go through the things that were so tough and hard for us to face. Uh, but these are part of who we are. And it, we wouldn't be who we are right now if it was not for the dark part and the challenge that we had. Mm-hmm. So I think also part of like how I evolved in the past years as I look back at my journey and the toughest moments where I had days where I literally didn't want to get up of bed and I didn't want to go to work and I didn't want to do any of the things that I had to do. And these were all so unknown for me because I grew up being this very lovely, bubbly, happy kid, always wanted to connect with everybody. And I saw myself in a position where I literally had no desire to wake up and to go to work and to talk to anyone and to do any type of inner work. I was going through a very, very tough phase. And I remember having moments where I used to look myself in the mirror and not even be able to look into my own eyes. It was so much resistance and I didn't recognize myself. And I was going through this very tough process. And as I look back and I see this phase that I went through, I, I still look back and say, I would live 
all of that again, even though I know it was so hard and so mm -hmm. tough. This was so important for me to become who I am today. This was so important for me to yeah. learn what I needed to learn. So as we evolve in life, as we grow into life and, and we became become these new versions of us, these phases are so important as the good parts, as the parts that we always remember and say like, oh my God, this was so fun. And I had such a great experience. Like all of that are part of who we are. And mm. these are all very important phases. So I think in, in my own journey, as I evolved, I have moments where they were very easy and happy and excited. I had a, a lot of great opportunities that I created for myself. But I also had moments where it was very tough, where I didn't recognize myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who I was or who I wanted to become. And I didn't know what I was doing in the world. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing all of that and being vulnerable because yeah, you're so right. It's like, it's so easy to talk about all the good things that happen in your life and to, you yeah. know, like enjoy those, celebrate those. But it's really, really, I believe through the hard times that you learn the most, you grow the most, yep. you change the most and to hopefully yep. a better version of yourself if you're along that path. And I can say the same. I mean, like literally all the things that I've been through personally, I wouldn't be talking about self-love if I didn't struggle with self-love, you know, like I yes. went through my own struggles with my worth. And like, I also had moments of like looking at myself in the mirror and being like, I don't even like myself, <laughs> which is like so sad to say, but it was so true in that moment. And now I can actually get to a place where today I do really love myself and I'm working on loving all the parts of myself. I think it's a process, Yeah, but I, it's crazy how much you can use that though, to serve other people and to live out your purpose and your gifts. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. a lot of people that help people. Usually it's because they have their own struggles. Yeah. And I think a very important thing that you said is about the the process, right? This is self-love. I, I believe it's a process that we always, always forever be a working process. It's not, I don't believe that someone is like, oh, I really learned how to love myself and that and that person will love herself or himself mm -hmm. for the rest of their life. Like it's a, a, a working process for the rest of our lives because we are changing all the time and we hope mm -hmm. we are changing all the time. Like, and when, as we evolve, as we grow, as we change who we are, and as we get new roles in life, uh, we need to always go back to the practice of learning how to love ourselves and and fall in love with what it is. And I think that's that's a forever, forever. Yeah, work it really is because I feel like once I've like gone through one thing and like feel really solid, it's like another layer gets uncovered and then I have to work on that thing. Yeah. And then it's like another layer opens up. Like there's so many layers to who we are as a person and so many experiences we've been to so many things that yeah. are like stuck in your body and in your psyche. And I'm sure you can really like speak to that too. Like your subconscious, like we have these limiting beliefs that get stuck within our system and so many like events and things are tied to those limiting beliefs too. Like, have you heard of EMDR? Yes. I have never done, so but like, I, yes, that's like, something I that heard. another, um, healing modality that I've used a couple of times with a therapist where I've like really worked on like yeah. a limiting belief, like not feeling good enough, for example. And like, we will go to a specific event that 
is tied around that belief and like work through that and make it less of a triggering emotion and try to break through that limiting belief a little bit more. But there's so many things that can tie to specific limiting beliefs we have about ourselves. So I would love for you to speak to this because I feel like you have so much knowledge to share about the subconscious beliefs that we have and the subconscious mind and how that ties into breath work and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to give a step back just to so everybody's in the same page. Uh, But when we talk about subconscious and this is like a part of their mind, like I'm going to try to speak in a language that is very easy for everybody to understand. So we have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind, right? So our conscious mind is where we consciously create, is where we imagine things, is where we are aware of something. And we have our subconscious mind, which is the part of the brain that we have like a program. So as a computer, we have a code and this computer works because there is a code running this Mm -hmm. computer. Our brain is the same way. We work and we are working all the time because we have a code. We have a program, which is the subconscious uh, mind that is this program that we absorb information, experience, feelings, sensations, and we are creating associations all the time. So that's the program that it's being run in our subconscious. And 95% of the time, we are run by the subconscious Mm -hmm. program. So what means is until our six, seven years old, we were, we had our brainwaves were very slow, almost like delta theta it's a a a very slow brain wave where we are absorbing our brain becomes more suggestible and we are absorbing more and more and we're like little sponges right taking it all in exactly so we are listening to things we are feeling things we are experiencing others experience we are absorbing as you said a sponge we are absorbing everything and we are we are still ours It's, it's not that oh, we don't have any new programs. No, that's how we reprogram our subconscious. We we are still able to bring more information into our Mm -hmm. subconscious. But 95% of the time, we are being operated by this system, this subconscious program. And only 5% of the time, we are in our conscious mind, which is crazy to think because we think we are like, yeah, it's it's crazy. And 70% of this program, it's usually negative. It's usually disempowering. So imagine the 95% of the time you're being run by your subconscious and 7% of that is a negative, a disempowering belief. That's why we don't create the reality that we want. That's why we have so many beliefs that it's like, oh, I don't really know if I'm capable of doing that. I'm, I don't really know if I'm enough or if I'm good enough to, to be in that position in that role or to create the business that I want, you know? So we... All do have that. We are humans. That's how our subconscious operated. And and the beauty of breathwork and the modalities that I bring with breathwork, which is what I call theta breathwork, is to help people to really go inward, disconnect from the prefrontal cortex, the default mood network, which are areas of the brain that it's where we operate most of the time, which is the judgmental part. Like right now, everybody who is listening to us, they are probably thinking like, oh, I agree with that. Oh, I have heard this. Oh, this is right. This is wrong. This is how we operate it like all the time. So, and this is because of our prefrontal cortex and our default mood network. So 
we want to quiet down these parts of the brain so we can really go mm -hmm. inward and really see what are the programs, what are the things that are in my subconscious mind that I'm not really noticing that it's there, but it's operating how I make decisions, how I think about things, what things, how I'm creating associations in my life. So one of the things that you were saying about the subconscious is like, oh, I'm I was doing the, the session with my therapist and noticing like that I was changing how I was perceiving the situations, mm -hmm. right? So this is a way for you to change the associations that you have in the memories of the past. So for example, uh, you had a situation when where you're very young. I'm going to give my own real life mm -hmm. example. My mom, she uh, had a very tough life, very, very tough life. And she lost her dad, my grandfather, when she was nine. Mm -hmm. I never met him. And he, we think that it was because of gambling. We don't know. Like, we don't really know what happened. Mm -hmm. But she has this very challenged relationship with trust. And she, I grew up with her saying all the time, like, you cannot trust anyone. Don't trust people. Don't trust your friends. Don't trust. Yeah. So I, for me, I, I received that program and I became more aware of this as I was getting in relationship where, where I was having a relationship with someone. And I was always like thinking about what this person is doing, like probably is doing something to me, or mm. I, I, I trust that person, like my heart, my, my body was like wanting to trust. But in my mind, I had that program running out the time and telling me that I shouldn't trust, yeah. right? So this is a this is an example. So I created associations in my relationships that I could not trust people. And this is one tiny example of so many other things that we have running in our subconscious that we are not really aware. So in order for you to change that, you need to, one, first of all, most important step is become aware. So you cannot change what you are not aware of because the automatic neural pathway that is happening in your brain is happening automatic. You are not seeing. But the moment that you become aware of that, mm -hmm. you have more control and you can decide how you're going to change that. So first step, become aware. Second step, decide how you want to change or what you want to change this for. So in the Theta Breathwork experience, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about Theta Breathwork, but what we do that helps people to really reprogram and rewire the brain and the subconscious mind is to change the associations that we have. So we use questions that helps you to, one, become aware, two, to decide what are the new neural pathways that you want to create, mm -hmm. and three, Decide what are these new uh, associations that you want to give. So as you remember a situation, like how can you change the, the perception that you had? Like what did you really learn in that situation? How did that serve you? So through questions, through visualizations, uh, through different, different types of breathing and visualizations and meditations and hypnosis, we can literally change the structure of our brain that change the way that you perceive situations. And this creates a new neuropathy. This creates a new automatic response that changes the way that you see a situation, you believe in something, you make decisions and, and so many other areas of your life. But that's a part of the work that I do with Theta Breathwork and how I end up doing this is, as I said, was a lot of modalities that I start to learn and that I started to use on my own life. Like literally I was going through so many challenges and trying to rewire my brain and reprogram myself in a way that really felt that I was in alignment with that. It was not something that I was creating resistance or that I was feeling like so upset or angry or that it was not really mine. 
And some of these techniques that I, I came in contact with was theta healing, hypnosis, uh, meditation, mindset coaching. So many of these techniques, I start to really understand the, the, the beauty and the power of each one of them. And I start to bring them together. So I did a lot of courses and certifications because again, like you, I'm a very curious and I love to learn. Yeah. So I start to just like go into like, <laughs> get a coach certification. This is when I was still in the marketing industry. I was just uh, very curious and, and loving the work that I was doing on myself. So I was like, oh, let me just go deeper and, yeah. and learn more. I did the exact same uh, thing. So I totally. Get yeah. <laughs> so I start to just like go through these different modalities and learn a little bit more doing course certifications. Until the moment that I had my last one, which was one of the, the breathwork certifications that I went through. And I had this very clear voice saying Theta Breath. And I was like, ooh, that's a cool name. It kind of like illustrated a lot of like what the work that I do, like yeah. Theta Brainwave, Theta Healing, um, the breath and how the breath is important. And I start to just like play with that, you know, just brainstorm. And I sent you my group of friends who were working with me in the marketing. And I, I remember sending to them, this was like two years and a half ago. And I sent to them and I was like, you know, like, just help me here. Like, I'm thinking about this state of breath thing. Like, I'm thinking about this logo, this idea, and just play with that. And they start to give me like their ideas and colors and like all of that like all the marketing put like seven eight marketing people in in a room you you have lots of ideas and, totally. and things to, to play with <laughs> uh so that's what happened and i and i start to use with my my clients i was already working with clients at that time and i was i was doing more like manifestation work and really helping people to understand more about manifestation so i start to create this experience for for others for my clients for people for friends for people who were interested in that and i started to create this little journey that it was a 20 minutes 30 minutes journey that i was be bringing people through uh and integrating like all the pieces together and that's how theta breathwork was born and i started to use more and more to help people to reprogram the subconscious, heal a lot of the feelings that they had in their body, the mental psychic process that they were going through. And that's how I ended up doing this and, and getting deeper into conscious and subconscious work. So you really created this program from all yeah. the things that really resonated with you, just kind of put them all together into yeah. this beautiful creation. Yeah. So would you say that you manifested so I would say I love that the question. It's a great question. So I had a, a moment where I had my a psychic consultation with my own psychic. Mm -hmm. And I remember going to her and I was like, I was feeling that imposter syndrome. And I was like, you know what? There are so many modalities out there. There's so many people using the same type of breathing that I use and using similar techniques. And like I feel like it's not something that I created. Like I feel like I need like a, a, your help. And I remember this was also at the same time that I was sealing that was when I was doing my trademark and I hired a lawyer to help me with that. And he brought me back a book that was called Theater Breath of Life. And they do a lot of consultations to see like if there are people already using the, the, the name of the trademark that you want to do and all of that. Yeah. And I read the book and the book was exactly what Theater Breath was. And I was like, damn, like how like how is this possible and I start to look for the the author the it was a book from like 1992 it was a very old book I received yeah. like a 
copy. I, I bought on Amazon because I found the link, but it was a used copy where she signed for like my friend, blah, 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 blah. So I, I tried to find her website. Her website didn't work. The two websites that I find didn't work. I tried to find the school that she was mentioning in the book. You could not find. I literally searched for everything. I could not find anything about that. So wow. in that consultation with my psychic, I told her and she was like, Bia, listen to this. This is not something that you created. This is something that you received to continue the work that exists for so many years. And so many of the things that we see and we we hear or we created here or we found it here, it's not really ours. We are just continuing our work that it's coming from our ancient and like ancestors and 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 we are just continuing our work that exists. So yes, for market marketing purpose, I'm the founder, I'm the creator, but it's not really me. I'm just continuing our work that it's so important that it's leading people through this process and healing journey and the evolution of what we are uh, living as humans. Wow. I really love that perspective because I think it kind of takes the ego out of it too. Like, it's like, it's not about you and like what you created necessarily. It's more so like you're sharing this beautiful, I don't know, manifestation, creation, whatever it is, this learning out with other people, because you know, it's going to serve them. And it's a gift that you're giving to other people. So like, I love that. That makes me honestly feel a lot better about my own work. Like not feeling like I have to create all these different things or like that I'm, yeah, it's not about me. Like at the end of the day, like if I can serve in whatever way comes through that I'm meant to serve in, that's yes. what matters. Like yes. I, ugh, now I'm like, my brain is just the wheels are turning. So thank yeah. <laughs> you for providing that perspective. That's so huge and very powerful to think about it that way. So breath work, I want to talk a little bit more about it. What does a session look like? And mm-hmm. is there like a certain amount that people need to have a certain breakthrough? I'm sure there's probably not like a number, but like How does it usually work when you work with clients on that kind of journey? So first thing that I would like to say about breathwork and why is it important for you to to know before even jump into any type of session, any type of breathwork before. Breathwork is a two-way communication with your body, right? So the same way that you can control your nervous system, your nervous systems control your breath. So in the mm-hmm. past, we had to, it was a, a, a defensive mechanism that we learn as humans to protect ourselves. So in the past, we had to protect from animals and things. We had to rush energy into the body and really uh, be in a fight or flight response because we never knew what would happen and all of that, right? So th- this is like years and years and years and years and years ago. We had, our body had to learn how to trigger our nervous system to put us in a sympathetic response which is the fight or flight so we can rush energy into the body we can react very fast and we can be in the like a stress response which helps us it's something that it's good that our body learn how to do it to really protect us mm-hmm. and the same way around so the same way that our nervous system controls our breath so we, we usually when you are breathing through the mouth when you're breathing more in through your chest you are activating your sympathetic, you are activating your fight or flight response. So mm-hmm. nowadays, what happens to all of us, especially with social media, emails, internet, and all of that, we see an email, we see a message, we see uh, something on Instagram, a video, 
we activate our, uh, that system and we are in that like tense response and we are anxious or we are. So this is happening to all of us. So oh, this literally just happened to me before this call. And I was like, how do I get back into this? I had to literally do like a little like meditation visualization before I got on the call. Cause I'm like, my nervous system is all out of whack all of a sudden. Yes. I'm seeing, I don't even know what it was. I don't know if it was seeing a message or like thinking about something that happened this morning. I don't know, but yes, it happens all the time. And this is, it, this is not a bad thing. Most of people think that this is a horrible thing. It's not a bad thing. It's how, how your body learn how to protect you. But you also need to know that there is the way around, which is learn how to control your breath so you can control your nervous system and you can control the reactions that you have. So why is it important for you to add this as a tool in your toolbox to do all the time and every day is because you were being activated all the time and you need to learn and teach your system how to control this reaction and how to be in control of your own nervous system in your own state. So the breath, as I said, is a two-way communication. The same way that your nervous system can control your breath, your breath control your nervous system. So if you're breathing more through the belly in through the nose, you are telling your body that you can go to a more, a more parasympathetic and a rest and digest a calmer response. So by just doing this a few minutes a day, like a few seconds a day, it's gonna really, really help you, which is just put up your hands on your belly and mouth tape as well, if you want, or just tap your mouth and just breathe through the nose. And then doing exhales that are longer than your inhale will help you to really calm your system. And this is giving your nervous system a message that you can slow down and you can calm down. So I personally have situations, for example, one that just came into my mind was when I was doing my visa interview before I moved here uh, to the U.S., I had this interview. And if you're Brazilian, if you're from South America, you probably know that it's not an easy process, a very, very long and tough process. And you have mm -hmm. when you have an interview, they ask you a lot of questions and you never know. It depends on the mood of the person, if they will approve you mm -hmm. or not, right? So I, I had like my nerves all over. I was like, oh, damn, I'm married to an American. I don't have my visa yet. Like they will ask me all these questions and blah, blah, blah. So I noticed myself just rushing through all the thoughts and things. And I simply like, I was in the line. I, did, I didn't need to do anything else other than just fo focus on my breath. So I start to do inhale through my nose and a deep and long exhale out through my nose. That's the only thing. I did this for like probably three minutes and I was super calm, super regulated. When I did the interview, I was like, okay, I got this. So this is like a, a real life simple example, but this have an interview if you have uh, something, a conversation with someone that you want to talk about something that it's intimated or delicated, you know, so you can literally use this all the time. So as you said, before coming here, you had something that triggered you. You can use your breath to also regulate yourself. That's exactly what I did. And I didn't even know I was doing it. Yeah, our It was something that my therapist or my coach taught me too, but I literally placed my hands on my belly and really focused on breathing yes. into my belly, but like through my nose Yes, and that instantly like calmed me down. Yes. So this is like, there are so many simple ways for you to use your breath that you don't need to pay anyone. You can just find on YouTube. I know it's sometimes it's, it, it, there are so much information that it's right. hard to really find one that you can trust, but there are so many books out there. Like just brief is one of the books. 
Uh, there is one of our uh, coaches in the Theta Breathwork certification. We teach Theta Breathwork and I bring a, a Breathwork specialist to teach only Breathwork that it's one of the parts of the training. And yeah. his book is a great book to teach people like very simple techniques that can help, which is called, um, let me remember, I have the book here. I think it's the the, the guide, um, the practical guide for breath work, something like that. I can share with you. We'll, you we'll link it to you in the show notes Perfect. so people can follow it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's the coach who teaches breath work into the Theta Breathwork certification. But yeah, so you asked me how to how teach people through that. So, okay, so this is the, just the basics for everybody to know what breath work is. So breath work is using your breath to change your state. So a lot of people, they say that they spend years and years and years in therapy uh, working through things and they'll feel like they, they got anywhere. And what they say about some specific type of breath work is that in two hours, they completely change a lot of the things for you. And the reason that it it's that is because you really go inward and you go in a part of the brain that it's usually you can access in like this type of conversations that we have. So I have a lot of men and that don't want to be talking about their feelings and emotions, which is something that they need to work on because we are all allowed <laughs> to talk about their emotions. It doesn't matter if you're yeah. a man or a woman. But what it's cool about Theta Breathwork is that usually you don't need to talk a lot with me. I guide you through. I usually, we set some intentions. I, I get a little bit of clarity on the things that you want to work mm. on. on and, and then we go through a session. And the session is a very intuitive session. We have a structure. There is a, like a science-based uh, in the process that we do. But usually it's like a 20, 30 minutes journey that I guide you through. I use music. I use a specific type of breath, which is the three parts breath, two parts inhale, one part exhale. The reason that we use this type of breath is to change the oxygen balance in your body. The reason that we change the, the oxygen balance in the body is because we want to make the, the blood more alkaline. We want to change how your brain is operating. And that's why we use this type of breath. So we use the breath, we use music, we use mindset coaching questions. So I ask you questions and cues throughout the sessions to guide you through your own process, your own journey. So you can open up the things that you want to open up in your brain, in your, in your memories, in your feelings. We use hypnotic suggestions, which is when, when you're in theta, when you're in this very deep state where you're like, I don't know if I'm like sleeping or awake, I'm like seeing and feeling mm -hmm. like these things. This is, this is a state where your brain becomes very suggestible to information. So you're receiving and absorbing more information. That's why we use hypnotic suggestions that will be affirmations or senses that will help you to be more empowered and more in alignment with what you want to create. And, and sometimes it helps you to, not sometimes, most of the times, it really, really helps you to manifest and to attract more of the things that you want. And meditation, meditation yeah. and visualizations that will really help you to go in this deeper level and create more coherence uh, in your body. And what I mean by coherence is creating a vibration that feels good, that feels that you're releasing a lot of things, that feels like you're excited and you're more in control of your energy, you're more focused, you're more clear and all of that. So that's a little bit of the journey that I guide people through to, to really help them to either release or have more clarity or manifest or... It's like whatever focus. their intention is, right? 
Yeah, it really depends. So in our membership, the way that I work with my my community is we every month we choose two different topics that we are working on. So we have live sessions every first day and every 15th day of the month. So me and another coach, Amanda, Amanda is our uh, certified coach awesome. that it's doing the, yeah. the retreat. She also leads a live session every month. So we ask the community, like, what do you want to work on? And then we choose a topic because usually it's a community group. But when you're a private, when I work with my private clients, usually I go way deeper and like I'm one-on-one with you. I'm learning like, what are the things that you are working on? What is specifically the thing, the thing that you're feeling like it's blocking you or how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And then we go deeper into a specific thing that you want to work on. So there are many, many ways that we can create experience with data breath work. It can be like a retreat, a, a specific thing that someone wants to work on a retreat or in an event on, on a corporate session, like achieve a goal, a specific goal that you want to, to create. So it really depends on what is the the need of the, the the person that is going through the session. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I like want to do a breathwork session with you now because yeah, <laughs> really let's do it. And I'm like, I could use that. I'm happy to also gift you a link with everybody who is listening to us to yeah. join for 30 days for completely free our membership, and yes. you can all join us and and experience a little bit of what everything that we are talking about. Absolutely. We'll link that in the show notes as well. That's so exciting. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Of course. I want to know a little bit more. So it kind of depends on the person and what they're working through. So like you have the membership as like far as options, you have the membership as an option for people if they yes. kind of want to like dip their toes in and yes. have that access point. But then you also said you have private sessions with people so that that kind of depends on like what you're looking for, right? Yes. As far as yes. like what you want to get out of the breathwork sessions. Yeah. We, we, for example, I, I work only with two, three max, uh, private clients at a time because I have focus on the certification membership and, and I run the business. It's, it's a lot for me to take on, but we also have our team of certified coaches that we have a program where I help them with the private clients. And this depends on the type of work that you want to do. So I usually work with business owners, people who are uh, running business that want to impact more people or they want to increase their financial successful or business or impact more people. So I usually work with a very specific type of uh, private clients, but I do have like my team of uh, certified coaches that work with different type of people. So if you are someone that is listening right now and you're curious about that, you can always email us and send us a message message then we are more than happy to connect to you with the the best person that is going to serve you the best amazing thank you i would love to i know you talked about manifestation and how that's kind of part of this too so like how does the the breath work and the work you do there how does that tie into like manifestation and creating this reality that you desire mhm yes so i love to talk about manifestation but i want to give a step back and give the the meaning or what is manifestation, right? Because a lot of people, they, they get this like big concept of what manifestation is, law of attraction, blah, blah, blah. Manifestation is nothing more than management of energy. It's how you learn how to manipulate it, not in a bad or good way. It's manipulating energy. Mm -hmm. So if you take a little piece of your brain and we see on a microscope, we're going to see that this brain is made of cells. The cells are made of molecules. These molecules are atoms and atoms are energy. Everything is energy. We are energy. So when we learn how to 
manage energy and manage our state, we are learning how to really create an effect on matter. So one of my teachers, mentors uh, that I really study a lot about love attraction manifestation is Dr. Bruce Linton, Dr. Joe Dispenza. These are two big leaders in the manifestation, love attraction and epigenetics world. And this is all about science and they have a lot of lots of studies and articles that can prove for for those who are more into learn the science of it there are so many out there and i'm happy to share if you email, email me i have some that i can share that it's very very cool but just to understand and take a little bit out of the woo woo that people usually <laughs> think that manifestation yeah. is manifestation is a lot of science and there are a lot of things that proves the way that we can change our state so there are so many studies that help especially in sports when they talk about visualization how they create a result based on mental practice that they had it was not a lot of physical practice we was way more visualizing and thinking about the thing that they want to create a result that they want to create. I heard one so that was like based what... on like it was like basketball players I think and like yes. you, they might be the yes. same one that you're thinking of but they there's people yes, that actually the, practiced the like the one. shot and like made I don't know like 70 percent of the shots I'm totally like I don't know what the numbers were exactly but there's people that visualized yeah. it and I think it was like they got like 90 percent of the shots because they visualized it yeah. first and then they went for it and yeah so so powerful anyways yeah and this is just this is just to give an understanding, like a basic understanding of what manifestation mm-hmm. is. But the way that I see and I like to to teach people is that in order for you to manifest, and we are always manifesting everything. Like right now, everything that you are seeing in your life, it's a manifestation of a creation that you had, of a life that you had, an experience that you had, feelings that you had around that that things. So I believe that in order for you to manifest more of the things that you want and to really tap more into your power in in terms of manifestation is to uncover all the parts of you that are in the shadow. So I always start any type of manifestation work with shadow work. So even in the Theta Breathwork certification, first part that I teach people to to learn how to facilitate a session, they have their own inner work and the inner work started with shadow work. It's starting with learning about the parts of you and covering the parts of you that are in the dark and that and you usually don't want to see. And I know that that's a very uncomfortable work because it's we want to protect, we want to be in our comfort zone. But in order for you to grow, you need to expand and you need to go a little bit beyond the awareness that you have in this present moment. So manifestation work for me starts with shadow work, starts with really learning and uncovering the parts of you and expanding the parts of you so you can put a little bit of light on the parts of you that are in there and you're not really seen. So the second thing that I really do believe about uh, manifestation is to be very aware and very intentional with the things that you want. So when you find a manifestation work out there, you probably will see a lot of like, oh, be very specific with your intentions and really, really think about the things that you want and think about colors, think about this and that and that. Yes, this is important because you are creating in your in your brain and you're literally creating the neural pathways to make this an existence because whatever you can dream, you can manifest. Whatever you 
put your mind on if you have a feeling if you have a desire it's because it's possible to to create and in order for you to create that there is a work that needs to exist it's not only think about that and be intentional and be specific about that when you stu study a little bit of dr Dispenza, you notice that he guides his meditations and his breath patterns really helping people to disconnect from everything that you know yourself to be and really get into this state where you can release everything that you are holding on. You can release everything yeah. that you know yourself to be in order for you to be in a frequency where there is no ego, there is no associations, there is no uh, anger, there is no frustration. There literally, it's a this state of peace where nothing yeah. exists and everything is. So, but it's like removing I know it's a very all of like the shoulds of life, or like you should be doing this, you should be that, and like all the beliefs that we have about ourselves, all the identities we've created. It's like trying to release all of that so you can actually come back to what is truly you right yeah the the pure state of being which is everything and which is where we connect to each other which is like there is no shoots there is no identity there is no nothing it's just pure bliss and peace and calmness in that mm -hmm. present moment where there is nothing that exists so that's a little bit of how dr joe Dispenza teaches manifest manifestation and he guides his meditations so he brings you, if you have ever heard one of his meditations, you probably will recognize his word space. He guides <laughs> yeah. you into this state of space where it's like nothing exists. And the reason that he does that, the science proves that, is that it's all about frequencies. So if everything is energy and we are talking about management of energy, we need to learn yes. how to control the frequency that you are tapping into. So if we are talking about a frequency of manifestation, I'm talking about this very, very yeah, like uh, high, high frequency mm -hmm. that I'm tapping a high vibe. So for example, in the, the emotional scale, if you're not familiar with the emotional scale, is that each emotion that you are tapping into have a different frequency. So if you are angry, if you're mad, this is this has a type of frequency. And this frequency will attract similar types of frequencies. So if you're feeling angry, probably more bad things will happen. And then other horrible things happen. And you're like, damn, what? why does all these bad things is happening surprised. to me? It's because you're never surprised when someone's frequency. like, yeah, I was yes. so mad. And then all these bad things happen. It's like, yeah, because that's literally the level you're at emotionally. It's so true, though. But then when you know it's like if you're in like a moment of like yeah. gratitude and that frequency all these good things flow to you. It's like totally like what you put out there is what you attract. I believe that. Yes, it's because you're tapping to this very high level frequency, the, the, the frequency of love, of gratitude, appreciation, all of that. It's a very high frequency. And when you are tapping to that frequency, you're mm -hmm. attracting more of that. So the, the formula is the energy affects matter, not the way around. The way that we operate in the world is we are thinking that the matter, which is us, the physical here, is affecting the energy of the space. No, the energy that is in the space is affecting the matter that we are. So if you want to create more of the things that you want, you change the energy. You don't change the physical experience. The physical experience will support the energy in that space. So 
for example, talking about money, usually people yeah. want to attract more money, right? They want to tap more into financial abundance. In order for you to create that finance, financial results that you want, you are not, usually people go like, I need to do more. I need to do this and then that and then and create more actions and create more physical experience. And this is, this is not what you create results. Yes, it, it might change a little bit. It might attract more of the results, but you probably won't feel. You feel completely burned out. You probably will feel like super not happy or un, un, unhappy and then whatever. If you want to create more of the physical experience, you first step into the energy. So what is the energy and the, the vibration, the frequency of someone that, that already manifests that beautiful frequency, financial, that money yeah. that you desire? Like, how is someone that acts like that? What is the frequency? What that's that like frequency being, makes you right? feel? It's being versus doing. Is that That's exactly what you're saying. Like, how can you be that energy versus like doing all of these things that you think are going to get you there. Right. Yeah. I'm reading yes. a book right now yes. called vibrate higher daily. I Vibe think high. that. But I'll, I'll okay. put it in the show notes. It's Never so good. Of. And it's like literally talking about all of this. So I'm super intrigued by this conversation. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So there, there are many ways that we can go about manifestation and, and part what I love in the, the theater graphic. It's so funny because this morning, a friend of mine uh, messaged me a, a manifestation session that we have in our membership. And he <laughs> texted me and he was like, this is my favorite session so far. And usually it's a session that people really, really love because you tap a lot into this energy, which is an amazing yeah. feeling. And you just feel so good. And Things just start to fall into place and happen. So the way that I like love actually to guide and to talk about manifestation is through a theta breathwork session. It's really guiding people through this process. So I brought a little bit of the science and the, the conversations on manifestation, but the best way for people to really tap into that is experiencing and, and really manifesting. So if that's a topic that you who is listening right now really want to tap more, you can try in the 30 days try or you just go there you find the session on manifestation and do for yourself yeah, and let's you all see manifest the, the life that, that we come. dream of why not i love it yes okay well obviously i could speak to you forever because i'm so intrigued by everything you have to say but i want to be respectful of time and i would love for you to just give one last intuitive message for whoever is listening so tap in give yourself a second and then speak to whatever comes through I think that's a message that always comes through. I think it's part of my mission with Theta Breathwork and what I want to give here is just knowing that your intuition always know, like trust your intuition, your intuition will always, always guide you through the best direction, the best pathway for you. And I know sometimes it's confusing. I know sometimes you're like, I don't know if it's my intuition, if it's um, my beliefs, what, how do I define the best way is to connect with yourself, learn. It's a practice. It's something that you can do daily, connecting with your heart. You don't need anyone guiding you. It's amazing to have someone guide. I love to hire people to guide me and to to really support me. And I think that's the beauty of being humans and being community. But just daily tapping to your heart and sitting with yourself, noticing your breath, noticing your heartbeats, will start to deeper your connection with yourself. And this will be clear even more clear every day as you really tap into your intuition listen to that so yeah that's what i want to give 100 
Thank you for that of reminder course. of trusting your intuition. Cause I, I don't think we can get that one enough. Like, I think it's always a good reminder every single day to tap in and to trust ourselves and come within. Yeah. So thank you. I would love for you also to share how people can get connected with you. What are all of your things? You said maybe your email, your Instagram, share Absolutely. it all. So our Instagram is at theta breath is where you can find, you can message us. I'm always there communicating with everybody. So you can always message us. Our email is support at theta-breathwork.com. Um, and our website, theta-breathwork.com. You can find our all of our programs there on membership, private session, corporate retreats, uh, the certification training. If that's something that you want to learn how to guide and, and bring people through journeys and experience like that as well. Yeah. And I, I just love connecting with people. So just message me. Let me know what you think about the session. If anything here that we spoke today, I spoke to you, please message me, let me know and let's connect. Yay. Thank you so much again. It was such a joy having you here and hearing all of your knowledge, your experience, and honestly, just being able to allow a space for you to share your own gifts and your your presence and energy. So thanks for being here. Yeah, I appreciate you. you. I appreciate you too. Thank you so much. And just like that, you have finished another episode of Elevate with Elena. Thank you so, so much for being here and showing up for yourself today. How can you support this community? I'm so glad you asked. Please rate and review this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you're loving, what's not working so much, so that I can make this the best space for you to be able to show up, to learn, to grow, and continue on in your own self-love journey. This is what it's all about. And if you know someone else out there who could use this inspiration, these messages, please share it out to them. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon.